welcome to another episode of Happily Ever Henley. I'm Wiley. Hi guys, and I'm Ebony. And this is episode 11. Today we're going to dig into a few topics discussing marriage and some of the things that come along with it. Um, you have a definition for us, babe? The things that come along with marriage or the things that come after divorce. I mean, isn't that part of it? None of these things would take place if you were married. But it most likely only would if you were. Not in all cases. Like what? Child support. Well, seeing as though we have biblical roots, to my belief, that is the only way that that should happen. But you said, wait, you're saying that child support should only be... You shouldn't have a child with someone you're not married to. So you're saying that marriage should be the only way that somebody should be able to receive child support. That is, if that child was born within that marriage and then if those individuals were to divorce, that child support should be awarded to whomever. Yes and no. So where's the no coming from? Should nobody get in child support in these day and age the way people are abusing it. But <laughs> you should only have a child with your spouse. So you're saying that people who are dating and have children or not dating and have children should not be able to receive child support? I'm going to go out on a limb and say before they even got to the child support part, they shouldn't have no child. Yes or no to the question at hand. And don't ask me the question at hand again because I don't remember what I just said. Me neither. <laughs> but I'm still say no. Okay. So by definition, child support is a court-ordered payment typically made by a non-custodial divorced parent to support one's minor child or children. Divorce was the key word. Now, if you decide to lay it up, you got to live with that one. Well. And here's really why I don't like child support. It's because it's typically geared towards a woman getting money. Men typically don't get child support. They typically don't get their kids, even if they are better suited. And if a man don't pay his child support, there's consequences. And I don't feel like that's right because if a woman isn't spending the money on the child, nothing happens to her. I think that it can be implemented in another way, not a cash payment made to one parent or another. Court ordered is cash. Or they'll take it out your check. You didn't hear me out. I was saying that I think it can be implemented in another way, such as um, it can go directly as a form of payment to whatever school um, your child attends, daycare or school, you know, um, public school, private school, whatever the case may be. I think that it could go, you know, towards things like that. I think it could be in vouchers for um like food um especially when it's like an infant you know 
Um, I don't know how Wick is done now, but I know in the past it used to be like little. Oh, what is that? Wick. What's that? It's um. I don't really know. All I know is the thing that's on the camera. I'm sure that's not what you're talking about. Um, Wick is like, I guess, I always equivalent, equivalent it. <laughs> is that a word? No. <laughs> no I was going to let you rock. Oh, I've always thought of it as. Woman, infant, and children services. Okay, thank you. But that's not what I'm talking about. I mean, that is what it means, but that's not what it is. Um, as far as like what I'm talking about right now, I'm talking about the little coupons that they give them to go and buy things with. Um, so I've always like thought of it as like food stamps for like baby stuff. And so you can take it in there and it'll have, um, you know, you get this many formulas at this price or whatever the case may be. I've never used it. I've just, you know, seen it and heard about it. But you never had a week stamps? No. Um, I mean I don't have any children, so why would I have it? But you was an infant or children at one point. You didn't have to be the woman necessarily. I mean, if I was the infant or the child then I still wouldn't know what was going on. I would be too young. Anyways, I think no, that it could I be agree with what you're saying. I have no issue with what you just stated. That's fine. You can get some vouchers for some stuff for the child. Yeah, but don't be taking nobody, quote unquote, child support to get your head done. Right. And that's why I say I disagree. Um, it could just be, you know, and it could be not that, like, if you know that your child's um, shoes are too small or whatever, um, and the mom is constantly dropping them off with, you know, clothes that are tattered or whatever. Like but you, de- you decide what your week coupons would be for for your child for that month. I don't know if they do it monthly or they do it biweekly or however. But you can decide. It's not just going to be like the government is just like, huh? You can only buy diapers with this money. Like, no. If my child needs food, um. Then we're going to do food this time. If I want to split it between like food and clothing, you know, maybe they can partner with some clothing companies for children and say, you know, even Walmart sells baby clothes. So really, you could just all go to like Walmart. Um, your child does not need to be head to toe in um, polo and what else? I don't know what the people are buying these days. Anyways, and like you can you can get the shoes and stuff that you need. Um, I don't know where they sell walking shoes, but I don't think the best quality ones would be at Walmart necessarily. I mean, I could be wrong, but you know things like that. Um, just you know, you set where you want to spend your coupons. I want to get them twenty dollars for clothes. I want to get them fifty dollars for food. I want to give them, you know, a hundred dollars towards their school and. You know, it worked that way versus I'm sending you $500 and then my child might get a McDonald's Happy Meal. Then you still texting me and asking me for stuff. Right, that too. Or if child support is not in place yet, you asking me for money and then threatening to put me on it. Right. I don't feel, I mean... I don't know. You may disagree with this, and so may so may other people. But I don't think that um, child support should be like optional. Like, if you're not married, I feel like it should be 
like stated like at the hospital. Child support? Like it should be put in place there, yeah. Yeah, but who is gonna decide all of that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's why they do it in courts. I mean, but I'm just saying it should it shouldn't be a like you said it shouldn't where you know a woman may um, text her child's father and say oh, I won't put you on child support if you don't X Y and Z. Like I don't think it should be any of those games. I think it should be just kind of known that if you're having a child out of wedlock, that you are going you to. Anyways. I just feel like it should be like the norm that you are going on child support. Yeah, but see, and then again, that's not fair because the father could be the more fit parent. I didn't say it would be. I'm just saying. It's generally geared towards the woman. Exactly. But in an event like that, that's what I'm saying. It should be known like, hey, if you don't have a job you being like the mother does not have a job the father is employed um you know they have somewhere stable to live you're living on your um your girlfriend's sofa or whatever like you know then say okay you will now be placed on child support you have your six weeks after your six weeks you got 30 days to get a job or whatever maybe even at the end of your six weeks you don't have six weeks to be home <laughs> like you get a job um but i feel like it should just be something that's already in place i just think that it should definitely be changed from cash flow um because people try to use it as a threat so much and it's like we shouldn't have that and it shouldn't be such a tasking thing to say, hey, I need some help raising this child. Like, no one made a child on their own. They didn't. At least not humans. And that's why I'm saying that it should be, like, it shouldn't be optional as far as, are you going to put him on child support or are you going to put her on child support? I think it should be the standard that if you are not legally married, then one one parent will be on child support and you know because even if even if we you know the couple is trying to work it out or whatever and they say okay well maybe we can't be together but we will co-parent that still ends up leaving one parent like caring for the child more than the other Someone always gets away, quote unquote, free. You know what I'm saying? Like someone still has their life while the other parent is often watching a sick child or, you know, dealing with a child in the middle of the night and things like that. And no, I don't I don't feel you on that one. I'ma go ahead and say if you need child support, give the child to the other person. And if they need child support, Y'all need to give the child up for adoption with somebody that can take care of it because y'all shouldn't have been having a baby out of wedlock. I don't agree with that. Because adding a child to one person, they may be doing well for themselves, but to add on, like I said, another response, like another level of responsibility, um, you could be thrown off. So, you yes, you may need, you I mean, yeah, but I'm saying like to say that 
if neither parent can support the child on their own, then nobody gets the child and the child has to be given up for adoption. Like, there's too much emotional um, stress that comes along with that for a child. Like, how will they Better develop? They do it at the hospital, like you were suggesting. No. Boom. Brand no. new life. No. There's That's plenty still. Of people that can't have kids that gladly take that newborn. Okay, but still, that child will eventually, I'm sure, find out that that's not their their natural parent. Yeah, you let them know. As soon as they can understand, to let them know. They was out here being trash, and they couldn't get their life together. And now you're here with us, and we love you, Timmy. Okay, anyways, I disagree. I don't think that it has to be that dramatic. Like Child support is dramatic. You must have been <laughs> you going to jail. What? Yeah. What did you say? You missed a payment and you going to jail. Oh. They gonna suspend your license. Hmm. I think it could be different. And it would be a lot more well, helpful. If y'all was married when you had these kids, we wouldn't have to go through this. But since y'all want to heathen it up. But even in the cases where you're saying, like even by definition it was saying divorced parent, okay. Like we get to divorce. Oh my goodness. Gotta take strong stands. Gotta take what? Strong stands. <laughs> things happen. And what things definitely happen when. I'm just saying that you and. Things happen, period. But things happen even more when there's a child, let alone multiple children involved. Um, more things are bound to happen. And I mean, divorce is an option. Divorce is not an option until it's an option. So, I mean, there's so many things that can transpire that will make someone change their mind. Like, if someone is being um, like abusive, you know what I'm saying? Like, because they, okay, let's put it this way. So you have a married couple, they have a child, and one spouse, either the wife or the husband, becomes physically abusive. You wouldn't tell the other spouse to stay um, just because divorce is not an option. Like, divorce is an option, and although you may not want it to be your option, like, it's still there, and if you are in a dangerous situation, obviously, you can get out and so but i'm saying that i'm in the prison but i'm saying like like the child may bring that added stress which has bought out this other side of this spouse that was just fine when it was the two of them but then it's like you know now they're overly aggressive because you know they're sleeping less or whatever the the stress of having to feed another person clothe another person you know just all around that's another human life like and then you you know have people that want to have multiple children and so then that just keeps adding more and more stress so that's what i'm saying you don't know like what's going to happen until it's too late in a sense you're right but all i know is you stood before God and said for better or worse. Well, some people don't like to get help. 
Well, that's why we have the prison system into which we're supposed so you to just, reform those people. So you just send your spouse to jail and then mm-hmm. you're still married they're supposed, to... They're supposed to get the help they need and then come out. Well, we all know that that's not happening in the prison system. It should be. I got a problem with them as well. Okay, well, you take you write them a strongly worded letter. They ain't gonna read it. <laughs> they is not gonna read it at all. Well, those are the options. So, we were kind of just speaking about divorce. And another thing that comes along divor- with divorce is people seeking alimony mm-hmm. are you aware of what that is um i can look it up i mean i kind of know what it is yeah, all right i want you to want you to get a technical definition i'm gonna give you what the streets told me i mean you ready you're gonna go first uh, yeah you got it yeah yeah let me let me see how wrong i am before you tell me what's right i mean so, i don't know if this is right but okay alimony is when you freeload off your ex to keep the same lifestyle you had when you was married, even though y'all are divorced or separated. Um, I guess. I mean, this doesn't really go into depth. It just says a husband or wife's court-ordered provision for a spouse after separation or divorce. Yeah. And its synonyms are... Maintenance, support, mm-hmm. allowance, upkeep. Allowance. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's like, it's the idea of alimony to me is retarded. And I say that as nice as possible because you're getting a divorce, meaning you are separating, but amongst your separation, you think to say, Hey, wait, judge, I have another suggestion. Even though we are both choosing, because to get a divorce, you both have to sign and agree. Mm-hmm. Coerced or not, you both you put your signature on it. You got it notarized and say, hey, we're separating. And in the midst of that, you say, hey, um, but their money, I, I would need some of that as well every <laughs> month to continue to live like I'm with them still, even though I am making a decision to not be. One money, please. Several monies. (laughs) Several. It's so stupid. Why should somebody be allowed to keep a lifestyle when they're not with the person no more? And why should you be obligated to that? And that's not even like, you know how people be like, are they entitled to have? Mm -hmm. That's not that. That's, That's adult support. Yeah. It's like when do that stop? Um I mean you get another man, they still gotta pay it. Oh, it's like nah, as soon as you start dating, we're cutting you off. Right. I don't know the ins and outs of it as far as all of that goes. Um, I don't even know how long someone has to be married before they can um Whoever got a good got the best lawyer. So you can be married for two years and still receive alimony? How good your lawyer is. And it's like another thing, if 
if I'm the man and you're the woman in a divorce and I got to pay you so you can keep the same lifestyle, oh, you best believe you're going to be doing stuff for me so I keep my same lifestyle. What? Say that in. If we was the couple in this relationship and I, man, had to give you woman alimony, meaning paying you every month so you can keep up the life, the same lifestyle, you gonna be providing to me as well in other ways. Mm-hmm. I heard you the first time. I just wanted to, <laughs> to make sure. Do you hear me? Yes. Because that's just why... Why, why does, should somebody get the same lifestyle monetarily? With none of the other obligations. Exactly. Um, I agree that it shouldn't be this whole adult support thing. Um, it's, it's just kind of like, get your life together. Um, in my eyes, I just see it as, stop being so selfish. You don't get to say, oh, um, I'm with this person and they make X amount of dollars more than I would make um, because most of these people usually don't have a job of their own. Um, A lot of what I'm seeing here online is saying, like, how do you qualify as far as, like, can you still work and get alimony? Because somebody trying to really come up. Um... And it's just like, you don't get to take from someone else's lifestyle that they've made um, for themselves. And, you know, yes, you were once included in that, but you're no longer once you decided that you're going to divorce. And, you know, whatever lifestyle you can afford for yourself, it is what it is. If you no longer, if you have to go trade in your um, Corvette, to get what? Uh, you gonna get a lot in trading in Corvette. I mean, if I'm just saying, like, you get a, a whole slew of Hondas. <laughs> um, I mean, Hondas still kind of up there. It depends on what model. A Corvette. I'm just saying, okay. like, you're gonna have to downgrade. Yeah, but look. No, Honda you're going into like deep. Fifteen grand. You're going into deep. Corvette. 150 grand. That's 10 Hondas. Come back. 10 of them. Come back. You ain't got that many feet to put the pedal. Come back. Um, so if you got to trade in your, you know, fancy BMW and you can only afford a Hyundai now, you know, it is what it is. And that's just the life that you're going to have to face going forward. Like, you don't get to still go and, you know, go on all these extravagant shopping sprees if all you did was volunteer, you didn't have a job, and your spouse was bringing in all the money. Like, Especially if y'all getting a divorce because you cheated. Um, I mean, I don't think it matters who cheats. Yeah, it do. If you cheated, if the broke person cheated on the rich person, they get a divorce. Not a rich person got to pay the broke person. I mean, that's crazy. I don't. You get rewarded. You're missing what I'm saying. My point is, I don't think it should exist. So that's why I say I don't think it matters who cheated. 
because it shouldn't matter at all if nobody's everybody's gonna just not leave with what you came with um because that's a whole nother thing that's what the prenup but if you kind of y'all settle whatever y'all want to settle and say you take you know this much or you take half and half however y'all split that up and that's what you got to kind of rock with until you can get you a job then that is what it is, you know. Leave with whatever your W two or W four I say. I mean, but if the agreement was to not work and one spouse was gonna take care of everything. And now that the agreement is over, which is why I say it's it's absolutely crazy. If the agreement is I'ma make all the money you do all the housework and take care of the kids. When the relationship's over, why should you just get some money if you're not going to be taking care of the house and cleaning up the kids no more? That ain't right. You mean taking care of the kids and cleaning up the house? What I said? <laughs> you said it the opposite way. With the kids dirty? <laughs> um, no, I think it can be settled like how... But there are stay-at-home dads. So to be like, oh, I'm the woman. I automatically get the kids and I was the breadwinner. But our agreement while we were married was that you are going to stay home and you're going to take care of the kids and, you know, tend to the house. Then just because we're separating, I shouldn't end up leaving you homeless just because our agreement stood that I would go be the breadwinner. And then because, like you said, most times women end up with the children. So I'm going to be the breadwinner and I'm going to be able to take the kids. And then I'm taking everything and you have nothing. You think that's fair? I don't think so. Young chosen split. But I don't think that's split fair. Split is not a good thing. It's supposed to be bad. I don't think we that's fair. It's supposed to be benefited by doing a bad thing. I don't think it's fair, especially if that was the agreement within the house. If the house said, you know, while we're together, we're going to only have one working individual, then that individual should not be slighted because it's not as if they couldn't get a job. It was just the best decision for the home was that they did not have a job. And now you are not a part of that home anymore. Okay, but then that person has a disadvantage because they already are not employed they should be able to get a good reference from me no i disagree you disagree with splitting up i disagree that the person who was the homemaker gets absolutely nothing because they didn't go to work especially if it was agreed upon You're not answering my question. what you disagree with splitting up Yes, I disagree with splitting up. Well, if you stayed together, we wouldn't be having this conversation. I disagree with splitting up to a certain extent. There are cases where I believe it should be done. Well, in the instances like that, we have government programs that would assist those people, which are currently being abused by people who do not have those issues, which I have a problem with. If people wouldn't do bad things with things that we have to do good things, I feel like you wouldn't have this problem you have right now. Because the homemaker could hit up Wick and get taken care of in an instance like that. 
and food stamps. Yeah. That's crazy. I would just do one year. You get one year. One. If you paid for my food for a year, do you know how much I would come up? I guess. People been on food stamps since the 80s. <laughs> and eating good. How you getting help and good? You supposed to, if you struggling that you need help, you need to be barely struggling. Right. Hey. It is what it is. No, it's not. It is it what is, it is. It is what they let it be. <laughs> well, that's what it's going to get to. You concede it to defeat when you say it is what it is. I mean, all I know is I'm grateful that we don't have to depend on it. As soon as I get my chance, I'm going to show y'all what y'all are doing wrong. Y'all hustling backwards. <laughs> Got to stand $7,500. I never bought food stamps from somebody, so I don't know. And you, I know you mentioned prenup. Mm-hmm. Now, I know prenups get a bad rap because when people hear prenup, they automatically think, oh, prenup is you don't get my money when we break up. That's not what a prenup is. What is it? That could be a prenup. The long word, or the actual word, is prenuptial agreement. Meaning any agreement you make before you nuptial, which is get married. Thank you. <laughs> not, you not getting no money. Why you thinking about that already? I mean, it... it so I'm looking at the definition here and it does have more so to do with your spouses or soon to be spouses income and assets. So I yeah, guess that's not why. You get no money. I mean, but it it says here these neighbors we got are undefeated. What you said? These neighbors we have are undefeated. Oh, I thought you said derogatory term for a person of color. No. Okay, so it says a prenuptial agreement. I cannot talk today. A prenuptial agreement is entered into before marriage. This agreement can set forth what will happen to you and your spouse's assets and income in the unfortunate in the unfortunate event. Why can I talk today of separation or death? And um, it says prenuptial agreements are also common when one partner has children from a former marriage which does not say you get no money when we break up but it just says what's going to happen in the event of divorce separation or death which could be anything it could a prenuptial go you got me doing it take it back nope (laughs) a prenuptial agreement could just mean hey if I die, my sister get my car. That's more of a will. <laughs> no, that's a prenuptial agreement. A will is a life agreement. Meaning, once my life ends, y'all gotta do this stuff. Mm-hmm. A prenuptial agreement is just your marriage will. For real. Yeah, really. It's your marriage will. When your marriage die. 
this gotta happen. So do you agree with them? The prenuptial agreement? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because marriage is, you're supposed to be able to fulfill that because somebody gotta die unless they'll die at the same time. Well, I don't um, see the need for them. I feel like, like- You don't have any requests amongst your death for me? No. So, I'll I just make that, a will. That's no, a will is just you giving stuff away, right? No. What is that? You can divide your assets, your money, whatever. Oh, just let me have it. I mean, but that's what a will is. You say who gets what. Um, so I don't feel like there's a need for a separate document, such as a prenup, to say if something were to happen to me, I want my you know, brother to have this, I want my husband to have that, I want my mom to have this, I want my, you know, um, cousin to have this. Like, I don't feel like there's a need for a prenup, um, especially so, with... So why have a will when you could just make a prenup? Because I you feel like the prenup is more for me it's more so like what my spouse gets or does not get versus a will is just how I want everything no that's your assets when you're married that's everything like what can you put in the will that don't got nothing to do with your husband Mm -hmm. Nothing. I mean, like, your will could be in the event that both spouses die together. Like, are they going to even dig up a prenup if both spouses die together? And yeah, be like, because well, this is what like they said. You, just like when you die, they call all your, what is it, your beneficiary? You would have that on a prenup as well. Now, they die too. Y'all need to stop riding together. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just don't feel the need for a prenup. I think everything could be settled in a will. Um, yeah, you can you're not. That. Can I talk? <laughs> um, my point is that a prenup is more so about like the longevity of the relationship. Um, and that could be sooner, that could end sooner than the life of a person. And I just feel like it's too much emphasis on like the, the separation or divorce, um, versus just the death of that person. And I would just prefer it to be like me have a will and, you know, it is what it is. I mean, a lot of people feel as if signing a prenup is already counting on your relationship to end and I would say I agree with that um, because most people are doing it to protect themselves to protect their assets um, and I was saying earlier that like a lot of more mature people who um, have already established themselves so to speak they would opt for a prenup versus someone who um, is looking to build with their spouse or spouse to be. 
So like us, we got married extremely young. Um, we didn't have anything necessarily to feel that, you know, the need to protect it. Yeah, we was all Anyways, <laughs> we didn't feel the need that we needed to protect anything. Um, and even if we did, like, say you were an entrepreneur at 21, and I mean, I would not be with you if you would have asked me to sign a prenup. Yeah, but but that's just purely because you have the negative connotation of what a prenup is. But I just said, I just a feel like to have a will. A will is the same thing. You're writing a will to protect your assets amongst death. You have a prenup to protect your assets. To protect your assets in death. Or separation or divorce. And that's that, what I'm saying. That don't happen. What? That don't happen. What? Separation or divorce. Why it don't happen? Why would that happen? That's the only difference between the will and the prenup. The prenup is... The will is divorcing from life. Okay, but the prenup is saying divorce or separation or death. Death being the last thing on the list. It's a contract. You can add extenuating circumstances. I just say so a will and that's if Section A, prenup. Void if abuse. Void I, if adultery. I just say a will is necessary and none of this other stuff. So you gotta pay to get two things notarized? No, just one. Would Be you? constant. So only one person get a will in the marriage? What are you saying? Don't are you, you think there would be two two prenups? No, it's only one. Just like it's only one marriage license. Adam. We both don't have a marriage license. We only got one. You don't know what I got. You got the same address. <laughs> I get the mail. Anyway, you got to send your PO box. Maybe. Oh. <laughs> I feel like all you need is a will, and that's it. All this other stuff, it's just I think that you're waiting for the day where it's like, oh, this is it. This is it. This is my moment. That one little thing I snuck in, like you said, you can add other things like. Um, this is vulva. Why can't I? Null and void. I'm trying to say vol. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, this is this agreement is null and void if and when this happens. Like, I'd rather just not. I mean, that's what happens when you get married. So, do you feel that same way about marriage? What? If you break your vows, you feel like. You made vows to get married, so I can't agreement. Which could be anything. You just you just put in the lens. You gotta remind yourself. You put in the lens on it of protecting my money when we get divorced. Well, I'm You're keeping jaded. I'm keeping the lens on. You're jaded. That's fine. But so no. So yeah. That's how I feel about it. So you wouldn't have signed up? No. 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 
What if it, what no. if it was purely geared towards the untimely demise of either one of us? No. Why not? Because I'm not. You signed a marriage license. Mm-hmm. You said better or worse. You signed up for worse. Mm-hmm. But you can't sign up for an untimely demise? So, no. I can't. <laughs> That's too many You things. did. <laughs> you were saying? I wasn't saying anything. I thought she was about No. Well, I'm glad we were able to come to a conclusion that prenuptial agreements are absolutely necessary. <laughs> and alimony is trash. Well, if they're necessary, I'm sorry you don't have one. And yes, alimony you is trash. You don't know what we had. First of all, child. I read what I say. Do you? Mm-hmm. Do you? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Go read the back of the marriage license. I had you read it for me. Oh, exactly. Then I signed it. <laughs> and it says, you all good, no need to look any further, sign here. Whatever. No, no, with your new last name. <laughs> right, I did have to ask them, am I supposed to sign with what my name is going to be, or... No, but your whole name, baby. You ain't get it changed yet. No. <laughs> I didn't know. You know. We know your answer. I didn't know until I Getting knew. Getting married don't change your name. Getting married lets you change your name. Mm-hmm. Didn't know until I knew. That's why we got to let the people know. Get prenups and say no alimony. No. Let it go. Baby, a prenup can say, in the event that we aren't equally yoked, I will still make sure you're straight. Mm -hmm. You're not okay with that? I'm not signing it. Why? Because. Because what? We can just get a will. Why you gotta get that? You already, you already at the, the courthouse. To get a will, you gotta go to the weird house with the, the chakras and stuff. They gotta read your card, let you know what today is. Do you know what to get a will? A lawyer. You know what to get a lawyer? Yes. Man, you can just get a prenup at the courthouse, probably. Doubt it, because okay. it has to be done through a, a um, lawyer as well. Well, don't you got one? Yeah, the one that's going to do the will. I ain't having a will. <laughs> okay. That's why. Why do I need a will for I'm married? That's why you just have a prenup. You sure you don't want to come around? I'm sure. So what if it didn't have nothing to do with divorce? And it then it just, would just be a will. But a will amongst... A couple. No. Well, it would just be a will. But it's a two-person will. It would be wills. 
let it go. Not happening. You already married. There is no more prenup. I'm speaking for the people. You trying to tell them to do the wrong thing. Well, I got a question. What? Do you ever feel the need to be hit on by by strange men? No. Yeah. Can't say the same for all married women these days. Well, that's how I be sometimes. You know what I'm talking about? What? Aisha. What about her? She trying to see if she still got it. What's she trying to got? <laughs> Some dudes. Yeah, uh, I seen the video and she was on Red Table Talk, a show I've never, never seen, but apparently they get all the interviews with the hot button topics. And she was saying her husband, Steph Curry, got women constantly thirsting over his flesh. And she like, I get zero male attention. Well, cry <laughs> me a river. the video when she said that, and I was dying laughing because that was hilarious. I mean, what is there to need other male attention for? I mean, that just seems like she need to find something else to do with her time. Like, why are you comparing how much um, attention one spouse gets over the other? She just think, she just seems as if she's trying to fit in. Maybe other basketball wives get attention or something. I don't know. I don't know, but they've been posting all kind of memes. They got her out on the beach with a Mormon dress, and then they got this picture right here that I know a lot of people have seen. Talking about this, the pic that drove her crazy. I mean, I'm sure probably talking about it. People would know that it's the it was a playoff game against Cleveland where they got this lady like licking her fingers and staring at him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> talking about that's what drove her crazy. But I just find it funny. Like, how can you? How does that insecurity even arise in you that you aren't getting attention from other people? I mean, and I, I did a little research. I'm not gonna lie. I went to her Instagram. I looked in the comments. Mm-hmm. Not a man in sight. I mean, but it's like, isn't that what you should want? That means less drama for the relationship itself. I mean, if he's already got a lot of women thirsting after him, and then she's got men thirsting after her that could cause a lot of confusion and it's like why aren't you focused on the fact that people are leaving you alone they respect your relationship because when someone's thirsting after someone that is known to have a spouse i feel like that's disrespectful like don't come in the comments or in the that person's inbox trying to shoot your shot like they got all the team they need like they're married like let it go and i mean for her to want that that just sounds like she's like drama filled
Like, why would I want I would to invite? She's drama filled because, like, I know she when she normally says things, she seems very modest. But to me, it just sounds like she thinks she she ugly and trash. And she's just looking at herself in the mirror like, but damn, why he the only one that want with me? I ain't cute. I mean. But again, like, why would you want to invite that drama into your life and into your relationship? Like, just be happy that everybody is respecting your relationship. I look at people leaving me alone as people respecting my relationship. Like, and they probably think your man can fight, or they know he have. Never mind. <laughs> he got shooters on that. I mean, it's just like people who know leave me alone like somebody tried to like I don't know what he was trying to do but he knew I was just looking at him like shut up like okay so I went to take my car you know to get that light checked or whatever and they had been dealing with you I don't know if I seen the same people or whatever but I was like hey my husband just bought my car up here I got these new tires and this light is coming on you know what's going on and one guy went out there and was like, oh, let me go look at that right away, you know. And the guy who stayed in the store, he just slid into the man's seat and was just like, that's a beautiful color you got on there. And I was like, thanks. Because I was just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> like, you doing a lot. Like, you can genuinely like this green color that I have on. I had on like a hunter green shirt. I'm like, it is what it is. It's whatever. And then he was like, you don't even know what color I'm talking about. And I was like, the green shirt. Like, he was like, nah, I'm talking about the one you was born with. And I was just looking at him like, boy, if you don't get. <laughs> and it's like, is that what she want? Because that to me was annoying. Like, stop talking to me, sir. I'm just trying to get this light off in my car. And that didn't make me feel no type of way. I was just like, okay, creep, thanks. Like, I think I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, and it's just like, why would you want that on a consistent basis? That to me would just be annoying. And then it's like, do you want people to be like grabbing at you while you're walking with your man and your family? Is that what she want? Yeah, she want to be out and then somebody grab her elbow. Right. So you can be like, ew, get off of me. I got kids. What are you thinking? Like, I think that she just wants to be able to tell people no and turn people down. Like, what did she look like in high school? Did she not have anybody tell her she was pretty? Like, I feel like she just wants to be the person that can, like, just turn people, like, away. Like, mm, no, thank you. Like, mm, I'm good. Like, she want to feel like a baddie that's got options. For no reason. I mean, she also been pregnant for the last eight years. Well, I, I mean, that could... got something to do with it. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, who cares? If your man is... Now, I could see if it was different, like, Steph wasn't giving her any attention. But you're... You want to give her some attention? I mean... But that's what I'm saying. Like, I could see if y'all relationship was crumbling and you're not getting any attention from him. He's not talking to you. And he's talking to those girls that is, you know, after, excuse me, those women that are after him. 
um, I could see you feeling some type of way and being like, oh, you know, wanting to feel like you still got it too, in a sense. But then at the same time, it's like, if he's not paying those women any attention, I mean, why would you say I should have some men to kind of stir him up? Like, that's just drama to me. Like, okay, whatever. Like, respect the fact that I'm married. Respect. I mean, I feel like, isn't that why we have an outward symbol of our relation, our marital relationships? Like, that's why we wear a ring. So we don't have to walk around with a stamp saying we're married. Quick question. What? What you do if you ain't got no hands? I'm not entertaining you with this question. That's a real question. I'm not entertaining you in that question. Please do. No. Anyways. If you're back to my no. listen to this, please let us know how you indeed show your outward what you say outward I'm not talking about it anyways because if you got no hand like I was saying like I was saying we have this outward you know um, symbol that others can easily pick up on you know hey I'm married um and then that should kind of just be the end of that like even when we were at the live taping um for the podcast um they thought that one of the women who was just she just happened to be coming back from the bathroom they thought that she wanted to be a part of that little game mm-hmm. that and she was like oh no and she just pointed at her hand and she was like i'm married i'm good i'm good like i don't want to play this little game y'all finna play y'all looking for single women i'm here with my husband like no well they didn't say they was looking for single women they just said they was looking for women that want them all anywho <laughs> um yeah like why else would we need that symbol um and i get it like people choose to do it differently they may not have a ring um some people do tattoos or some people do whatever and no you're not anyways but it's just like you still do something to let people know even if you want to wear i'm married t-shirt every day that's your you know whatever that's on you um but we always try to basically avoid that and she's wanting to run directly into traffic in my eyes if she's wanting male attention other than her husband and it's like what's wrong with you especially if your husband is affirming you and validating you like any other void that you have you need to take that up with god like if he on his job, he's not there to make you happy. So, I don't know. Oh. I mean, he's there to assist with the happiness, oh. but he's not the one responsible for it. He kind of is. How? kind of is. I mean, I better find something to back up my thoughts, but I feel like we'll come back to that in just a second. I feel like um a lot of women some men i'm not gonna be sexist they kind of get into this this going too good and gotta bring a little they gotta um ruffle ruffle some feathers cause a commotion a little bit you feel like that no i mean like like that don't happen or do you what are you saying no to? I feel like that happens, but I feel like that's very 
um, immature if you feel like there's a need to do that. Um, so like, mm, he too good. like recently I was evaluating our relationship and I was just like, we've been in a really good place for a very long time. And I'm just like, wow, like for months and months on end, we've just been chilling. Like, would you say that we have been rocking steady? Anyways, um, (laughs) (laughs) um, like we've been like, I can't remember the last argument that we've had. Um, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, we've really just been in a really, really good place. And when I was like thinking about how it's been like months and months and months and months, I was just like, you know what? Thank God. Because I know that. Um, we've talked about like counseling and stuff before, and we talked about like the importance of premarital counseling on here. Um, and we understand like that going to counseling, there's nothing wrong with that. I know we've even talked about amongst ourselves, like going to counseling just to kind of like talk about, um, maybe future plans that we have with someone else, like as far as a third party to help us kind of like navigate, um, make sure everybody's being heard as far as like our financial goals or whatever. Um, you know, when we would like to bring children into the picture, how many, I mean, those are things that we talked about in premarital counseling, but that's been like years now. Um, but just to kind of, I know that there's a such thing as like pre-parenthood, counseling um so it's just kind of like you know we've looked at counseling for all of those various reasons um and I honestly was just like thanking God like I'm so glad that we are in this place where we've been just like having this season of happiness and you know togetherness and enjoying one another's company and like putting each other um in each other's needs like first and you know just really enjoying life um as a whole just being like happier individuals and together as a couple and i was just like grateful i wasn't like god you gotta throw something at us like you know i was just like thank you that's amazing it's good to feel this way um and speaking of god happiness and needs I have a scripture Mm -hmm. in which to support my case. If you'd open your Bibles up to Deuteronomy chapter 24, verse 5, I'll be reading from the new. If you don't hurry up and read this. (laughs) A newly married man must not be drafted into the army or be given any other official responsibilities. He must be free to spend one year at home bringing happiness to the wife he has married. Sound like a task to me. What do you mean? I can't go to the army or take on any responsibilities. I must stay at home to bring my new wife happiness. That sounds like a job. A jizzab. Um, okay. You were just making your point and backing it up? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, one point for me. Anyways, 
I just was, I wasn't like, okay, you know, throw something at us, God. We we got to have some fatness going on around here. I was just appreciative, appreciative, of whatever. I'm not even talking no more. You don't think that <laughs> thought came from, man, it's been going good for a long time. When the last time we had some problems? No. No. I was literally just like, okay, so it happened the first time. I was just like, oh my gosh, life is great. It just hit me when we were at Mother House a few weeks ago. And I don't know. I don't know what was happening. I just know Joe was walking through the kitchen and she was laughing. And I was just like, oh my gosh, laughter. And it just made me like go into this whole mind of like, I don't know what she was laughing at, but it just made me go into this whole like zone. And I was like, dang, life is great right now. Mm-hmm. And then like, like I said, that was a few weeks ago. And then this week I was just like, life is still great. And I was like, how long has life been great? And I was like, dang, life been great for a minute now. Like that's awesome. And I was just like, thank you Lord. Cause I'm we're ready to ride this until you know the wheels fall off because I just love having the season but anyways I was going to tell you I forgot how I got off track but um one of my accountability partners was like hey did y'all start counseling because we had said we were going to start excuse me we had said we were going to start counseling um, I want to say maybe some months ago, and it wasn't necessarily that anything was wrong. We just wanted to go, like I said, to talk about things with people like, you know, like I said, adding children to the family, maybe home ownership, financial goals, whatever, like just kind of start making like a little plan. And I was just like, no, we haven't started. Um... Like, I know I had caught some places and stuff, and it was just kind of like, it just got brushed to the side. I know I talked to you about, like, hey, look at these providers, tell me which one you would like or whatever, feel comfortable talking to. And it wasn't nothing, like, major to us because we weren't going through anything. And I think that's the best time to kind of find somebody and get get comfortable with them. But also, I don't know. I just felt, like, I don't think that we're above counseling ever. I just don't think that, like, right now, it's anything that's, like, flashing in front of us. Because I think that we've also developed, like, such a high level of communication that it's kind of, like, we work through a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, even when things aren't going well, we've navigated through those things um and that's why I was saying like our marriage mentors I was not saying I was thinking um that you know maybe we just check in with them versus going to a counselor especially if it's going to be like a financial hassle not that it's you know anything wrong with paying for those services it's just a matter of we have like other financial goals right now and especially with nothing being wrong (laughs) it's just kind of not something that I value to say let's delay this financial goal that we have so that we can establish a relationship with this person you see what I'm saying yeah do you agree disagree what are your thoughts I agree I mean counseling is good 
for various reasons. Like, if insurance will pay for it 100%, then I wouldn't mind going, but it's not even cheap. Like, and we have really good insurance. And you know what I can do with the insurance? Hmm. No, not the insurance. You know what I can do with a counseling session payment? Hmm. Buy some bread for us. No, not necessarily. It's not that expensive. But. You better go to a good one. Um. Yeah, it's just like we pay way too much in our insurance. What is it, premium monthly? Yeah, I think. Um, we pay way too much for insurance to have to foot another bill um, when nothing's going on. So, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Um, right, I heard they got a free app that you can talk to. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, we're still being held accountable um, with our marriage mentors, but I don't know. I mean, I would like to, but then also you got to put in the time for um, appointments and gas and it's a lot going on. (laughs) So, I don't know. I mean, I would like to eventually, but like we said... And I feel like counseling, they shouldn't charge you per hour like they do. They should charge you per resolution. Well, some people don't go to counseling to get a resolution. Now what I do. Stay at home. Exactly. Just Um, go in the talk. Get a Twitter account. It's free. No, it's not the same. I feel some people have spent too much time on the internet and by themselves, and that's the problem. Um, I feel as if like we could more so benefit from individual counseling at this time, which will mean paying double because then they only see one of us. Um, yeah, I think that would be more beneficial for us to discuss, or at least for me, um, to be able to discuss like whatever. Um, I probably wouldn't. I would probably talk about like. <sighs> this like crazy transition into adulthood like just how the relationships with my parents have changed um how the relationships with like um friends have changed things like that it's nothing that i'm like traumatized by it's just like awkward it or it was awkward for me to go through that transition or still be going through that transition like for people in my family to realize that i'm an adult i think was a little bit hard um and you may feel that way a little bit too being that you're the youngest in your family actually not at all you can't use the stove at your grandmother's house what are you talking about one (laughs) she didn't want me to even though i still did when i had things that i wanted to cook (laughs) and no that's just she's just old (laughs) that don't affect me like if I wanted to go to mother house and cook I will I'm not gonna ask you for your permission you gonna spank me she gonna spank the baby oh okay better <laughs> baby gonna cry not me but no I I, I listening to you say that <clears throat> I really can't say that I had the same relationship turnover or transition is a better word, as you did. Um, and I've witnessed the difference, and I think that's why I would go talk about it. Um, 
just because it was it was easier it was like very clearly a different transition for you um like as far as like boundaries being established and things of that nature like I had to kind of draw my own lines in the dirt whereas everybody was like Wiley got a wife he grown now you know and it I mean you've been a man but now you're the man man right hey man I'm just want to let you know I'm proud of you man right where I whereas I was getting like questions about do we need grocery money and like am I feeding you like what and which, which is I find that odd because you know I, I took a few psychology classes and I, I like to read people a bit and to me some of that like those reactions and responses is what you would deem would be given to a youngest child and not the eldest well, I know that that just comes from like how our family, um, how they kind of just deal with things. It's not even, I don't think they even really take into account an oldest, like, or youngest child. Like, I don't think they take into account your placement. They just group everybody into children. So. You know, yeah, I'm the oldest, but it's never been, oh, my oldest is getting married or, oh, my oldest is doing this or whatever. It's always just been my kid. Whereas with y'all, it's like y'all, your family will specify like the baby is doing this or the middle child is doing this. You know what I'm saying? Like... And do you think that's a product of keeping a youthfulness amongst the elders? In my family? Yeah. Um, I don't think so. I don't think that they're trying to stay youthful. Um, I think that they just have a hard time. Like, think about it. You, so like from my grandmother's perspective, she's never been a grandmother before. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like some people have a hard time looking at. So um, what you trying to say people in my family fast? Your grandma asked me if I was fast, so maybe, maybe I was fast. <laughs> um, I just look at it like they don't want to believe they're getting old. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um. And they have a hard time believing that we're aging as well. So, yes, because I guess so. you aging means I'm old. Right. Like, can you sit here right now and be like, dang, I'm going to be a grandparent? Got to have kids first. But, sure, I mean, it is what it is. I was actually thinking about today. I was like, this guy, he was um in the break room and I was walking by and he just had a head full of gray hair. And I was like, that's what I'm talking about. When my gray hair start coming in, I don't think I'm going to be one of them people that diet every time a little spread come through. I think I'm going to embrace it. Like, I actually hope and pray that 
when I'm old that I have a head full of like this beautiful gray hair like I already know how I want to get it cut and everything like I'm going to embrace being old like so I don't know why because I'm not I don't have the face for it I'm not like I would like to have my old really? face I don't think I'm gonna have wrinkles my grandma don't have a lot of wrinkles that's what everybody say. No, like my grandma and my great grandma, they and my aunt, like they don't have a lot of wrinkles. Yeah, but do they got a head full of gray hair? They would if they would stop coloring it. Like my aunt, my aunt, I've never seen her with any hair gray at all, and I'm like, now nah, I know, and you know, <laughs> um. But I had one. What a gray hair. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, I think that it'll throw me off guard because if it comes any sooner than I anticipate, like I have a question. What? So when gray hair pop up, like do the like how my hair is now? Do it just turn gray? I don't know. Like how that happen? I, I just want a mass a full head of gray hair. Like, do all your hair fall off and then grow gray? Or does the color just fall out? Yeah, what it's like, <laughs> like do, it, do it fade? Right. I don't know. I don't like know how that works. Like, just been washed a few too many times? Right. And, um, yeah, I don't know. My mentor, actually, just at work, just um, colored her hair again. I told her she trying to be grown. You should ask her she bald. She not bald. I know it's a joke. I asked her. I asked her why she colored her hair because I think she would be beautiful with a gray head of hair. I told her she's trying to get a man. That's why she won't let it rock. <laughs> I don't think a man would have problems with gray. I'm like, girl, she too hot to try. She's funny. What does that even mean? She out here in these streets. Too hot. Too hot to try. <laughs> Why are you trying? Like, what are you doing? I had living her life, but yeah. Um, you gotta stop saying stuff that don't make no sense. Shut up. Too hot, too trot. Why are you trying? You're not a pony. Anyways, I think you that. Think about it. You like, I did just say that. It's so weird. No, that's like, not what I'm thinking. But anyways, I think that. If it comes any sooner than I'm anticipating, I would probably freak out. But I don't know. Because I'll have to show it to you later. But the goal is to have a full head. Like. No, I can picture a full head of gray hair. On me? Get a gray wig. (laughs) I'm not about to be walking around here looking like Medea. Just do it in the house. (laughs) Do it what? Just do it in the house. Mm-mm. You, ain't got, you ain't going outside. It ain't gotta be expensive. I'm, um, just do it in the kitchen. So like, whenever you like cleaning off a spoon or something, you just see a reflection. Like, shut up. Or like right, but right before the light come on the computer screen, you get a glimpse. Why are you so childish? You don't want a full head of gray hair. Why are you so old? Why am I so old? What are you talking about? I'm saying when it comes, I don't think I'm gonna be the person that. Dyes their hair every time a gray hair appears. All right, you, we got you on wax saying that. I mean, 
I just said, with the exception of if it came sooner. Now, if I woke up with a full head of gray hair tomorrow, <laughs> I'm gonna let it rock. I'm going to the hair store. <laughs> going to the hair store. But now, if it came, you know, forty, I'd be like, okay, go embrace the grown and sexy. But yeah. You gonna let your grades come in and be grades? I don't think I'll have gray hair. Why? Nobody has gray hair. Oh yeah, y'all don't. Wiley's men in his family, they all have black hair. And, and it's a full head of hair. His uncle is rocking the high top. He came out like he came out one of my uncles came out of nowhere. With full straight back braids. <laughs> like, bro, we just seen you. Right. And then he he took him out and then blew it out. Like, dude, this happened in a month? Right. He had to make use of some castor oil. Castor oil and them hair affinity pills. We <laughs> get them from the gas station? I don't know. The hair stuff. Whatever. Wherever he could ask somebody to put music on his MP3. Hey. Well, you don't talk about that. <laughs> but yeah. Well, unless you had anything to add, I think that'll just wrap it up on today. Uh, we had a pretty good discussion. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe if you haven't already. Follow us on our social medias. Mine will be and is at Wiley Tyrell on Instagram and Twitter. And no, I don't have anything to add because <laughs> you didn't give me a spot to say no. <laughs> um, and I'm amazing. Ebbs. That's two B's and S. I'm gonna change your name to two B or not two B. No, don't change my Instagram name. Your name probably got two B's. Don't matter. But thanks for listening. Talk to you guys next time. <laughs>